Welcome to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. I am G Nitro, and with me is my co-host, Miss Blah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you said you were going to call me that. <laughs> I know. I, I said I wasn't, but that doesn't mean it was true. Sorry, I'm groggy. That's what happens when I take my my old old people midday naps. <laughs> and for people who don't know, it is Mo. <laughs> what? Who may have not... Listen to a previous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I was just saying that you were who you were. Oh. I would hope so. Well, if they hadn't listened prior, they wouldn't know. They would actually probably think you're Miss Blah. Woody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. This is basically our post pack show. And post Gustav. Uh, yeah. Post Throw that Gustav. out there. Pre uh, Hannah. <laughs> well, Hannah's not going to be anything for you, so. Yeah, flooded basement. <laughs> What's your damn fault for having a basement? I didn't know it flooded until like six months after I moved in here. Yeah. Right. Thanks to some great owners who never let us know. <laughs> but, um. Sue the bitches. No. Got a great deal in this house. Alright. Anyway. <laughs> so, with everything going on, we were at Penny Arcade Expo. Me, Andy, and the CEO Mark from Pwn.com were all there in attendance, as were quite a few members. Um, so we'll be touching base on that later in the show. As Mo said, Hurricane Gustav ravaged her area. Don't really have much. To say. It didn't like ravage my area. <laughs> That sounds very bad, by the way. <laughs> Ravaging my area. <laughs> anyway, sorry. It's alright. That was on purpose. <sighs> <laughs> you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> alright, so um, before we get into the whole PAX thing, uh, as always, we're going to touch base first on updates and new features on Pwn.com. Um, so if you want to start us off, Mo. Um, well, the, the shout box thing, you can see, like, normal, like, all of us little underlings can see everyone who's in the shout box now. I thought I was, like, special for, like, five minutes, and then I realized everybody else had the same perk. (laughs) (sighs) Andy, why don't you make me somebody special? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, You will if you ask him. (laughs) I'm good with the podcast. But, um, what else is... Uh, see, this is how so ridiculously tired I am and out of it. Alright, um, well, for the forum users, uh... Ah, uh, yes! The forums now run faster. They took, a uh, part of the load off of the forums, and everything's been running a lot smoother lately. And one of the big things I've been requesting for a long time now is finally up and running basically before all you would see when you're looking at the main forum page is the last person who talked in a certain forum section now you also see the last active topic so you know if you've been there or not and you so you can check that out as you go through instead of having to click on every section each time i have to go visit the forums more often i'm such a a forum hater <laughs> I visit them. Now. I don't talk as much as I probably should. Mm. But I don't know. I guess 
I'll be on there more. I promise. <laughs> well, I'll probably be on there more now because I can't be a creepy lurker in Shoutbox anymore because people will know I'm there. Make a different count. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do it. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be like a lot of people. <laughs> True. So, um, another thing that's coming soon. Um, some people may have seen it on their user homepage. It's going to be live feeds. Um, if you go into the user homepage, the only feature you will see currently is like an update your own live feed. Uh, bring it up so I can confirm what it actually says. Because Andy got a message from another user, uh, DRock, about what the hell is this? <laughs> and there's no actual feature to use it with. Um, oh, it'll say uh, add activity. You go to your homepage, you will see add activity. Um, that's going to be for you to personalize your own. Like, basically, okay, let me go through what it's going to be. Live feed is just like a Facebook MySpace thing where if somebody in your friends list uh, uh, adds a game to their collection, it'll say um, G Nitro now owns uh, Two Loveroo for the DS. <laughs> um, you had to make it a gay game, didn't you? No. Mm-hmm. Continue. Very far from gay. <laughs> well, I'll touch on that later. <laughs> um, you can also see if they added pictures, stuff like that. Um, I do believe Andy will have the opt-out feature for those who don't want people to see what's going on in their life. Yeah. Um, me, I don't care. I don't care who knows what's going on. <laughs> Not like anybody cares anyway. Yeah, that's that's true. No. <laughs> yeah, don't ever come back to mail. You're gonna get it. <laughs> it is on. Like Donkey Kong. <laughs> have you? Okay, this is completely random. But have you seen this commercial? It's like for like the Oreo, the double licking, double stuffed or something. If something for like the freaking Oreo cookies. Double licking. It, what I, it's like the double King Olympics or something stupid. It's like Venus and Serena Williams are like arguing with the Manning Manning brothers. Who is it? Who are they? Oh, um, Eli Peyton and, and, and Eli. Okay, yeah, I don't know anything about football, but um, yeah, you don't and it's about so stupid. And one of the Manning brothers goes, "It's on like Donkey Kong," and I just was like, "That is just taken it, way out of context." But it worked. But it was, he said it like, he didn't say it like he meant it. But you just repeated it, so it worked. Uh, but <laughs> it angered me. It, it, it angered me. It was a funny commercial. It was clever. But it just seemed so fake. Which one said it, Eli or Peyton? I don't remember. I don't, I can't tell them apart. I don't know which one said it. <laughs> Eli Manning. Eli like is the, the younger one, yeah. It's on like Donkey Kong. It sounded like he was reading from a, uh card or something. It's like, if you don't know what that means, you shouldn't be saying it. Anyway, I know. That's so off topic right now. Anyway, it's I'm all right. sorry. We need to get you to learn how to appreciate real football. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the funny thing is, is, you know, I'm in Louisiana and I was at the, this place called Buffalo Wild Wings last night and like the giant, wait, New York Giants and... Mm -hmm. Somebody else. You better yeah. get. Come on, you gotta know What's this team. The, the area. New York Giants and who? Redskins. 
The Redskins! Oh, From freaking shit. Maryland! What the fuck? Oh, God, I'm stupid. And, like, people were going nuts, and I'm thinking to myself, why does anybody care in the state of Louisiana whether the New York Giants or the Redskins lose or win? Whichever. I'm just thinking to myself, that is the weirdest thing ever. This is the opening game of the NFL season. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, that would explain why. Well, I'm going to have to work with you and get you up to speed on the NFL. I just, I don't know. There's something about big, fat, sweaty, fat men... With their skin-tight pants and just <laughs> running around on a field, just knocking each other over like a bunch of barbarians. Doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> but a bunch of guys running around for 90 minutes scoring one goal the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> appeals to you. But they do a lot of cardio, so you never see an out-of-shape soccer player. Even the guys on the field, though, aren't out-of-shape. I know, but they just, I don't know, it's just so, that whole, like, big, burly man thing is so unattractive to me. <laughs> well, we won't mention how I play football in spring and fall. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, but speaking of um, the NFL season, uh, our Madden gaming nights... No, no, I'm not talking about Madden. Oh. Our our pwn gaming nights have moved to Saturdays. <laughs> because it's an inconvenience to Nitro. I can't host. I pay freaking freaking three hundred fifty dollars a year for NFL Sunday ticket. Three hundred and fifty freaking dollars. Yeah. Dude, Fox Soccer Channel five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. That's all I'm saying. That's because nobody cares about soccer. <laughs> That's about all they're gonna get out of America. <laughs> they're lucky to get five bucks. Nah, that's not true. Oh, really? How well did soccer pick up when um, Beckham come o- came over? Actually, you'd be surprised. It picked up fairly well. Um, For like a month. And then no, people were like, oh, who gives still, a shit? No, it's still pretty popular. There are a lot of... Uh, I mean... He's just a I twister. guess it's just... I like Beckham. Him and his little posh wife. Blech. Yeah, she's kind of weird looking, but I love I love Victoria Beckham too. They're so fun. They're just so fun. <laughs> anyway, but as I was saying, the poem gaming nights have changed to Saturday. Um, I've gotten the full schedule up for September. Come join us this Saturday for yes. Call of Duty Four. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, considering it's like a day away, I hope this is up in time. <laughs> Yeah. I if hope. not, I'm gonna go down the list of the dates. Um, Saturday, September sixth. I'm gonna do 360 first, and then I'll do PS3. Um, Saturday, September sixth is Call of Duty Four, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern. Then the 13th is Gears of War, same time. All these are the same times. Um, the 20th is Halo Three. I'm missing that one. <laughs> Hey, you can win um, a prize package, but we'll get into I that played, in a second. I, I played Halo 3 last night for like 10 minutes. It was it was awful. I agree, but it's the way no, to play no. the community. I was awful. So am I. I was awful. I still like, play. Oh, well. I can't play it anymore. <laughs> well, the 27th is Call of Duty 4 again. And special day, the 29th, or the 28th, uh, Sunday is Halo 3 again. We're going to end on those two 
Um, now the PS3 nights are all on Thursday, starting next week, uh, September 11th, from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern is Call of Duty 4. Um, then the week after is Resistance, and then the week after that is Call of Duty 4 again. I know people are gonna question why isn't Warhawk there. Problem is we couldn't find anybody with the game to host it. <laughs> I might pick it up and do it again next month, but for this month it's gonna be COD4 and Resistance. Uh, PC gaming should be coming up soon, so keep an eye out on the calendar. They're looking to do Team Fortress 2, Half-Life Death, Half-Life 2 Deathmatch, and Counter-Strike Source. Speaking of PC. Isn't Warhammer Online coming out soon? Uh, the beta drops soon. Oh. Open beta. That's going to be like... I have a feeling that's going to be even bigger than... I don't know. Well, people wow. are dropping out of uh, Conan already. Oh, yeah. But, um, okay, now, the gaming nights. Why we already have all the dates up, and there are quite a few... Um, Andy and I picked up as much swag as possible at PAX. I mean, we were grabbing anything and everything. So we decided we're going to give it back to the community because there's no way I'm going to keep, like, 50 posters and <laughs> all this other stuff we got. I don't have the room. Loser! Maybe <laughs> if you took down some of those Haruhi posters and some I of your lucky star posters. I don't have any posters up. <laughs> oh. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, so, our big Pwn.com Gaming Night Swag Contest, you can find it in the news section if you'd like to read over it. Um, basically, anytime you participate in a gaming night, you are automatically and get one entry into the contest. Um, so, every time you participate different nights, um, you will be entered, but you have to play at least 30 minutes of the hour-long night, as we don't want people joining in and just leaving. The whole point of this is to get the community get together at the same time to have fun online. Um, every time you win one of those nights, you'll get an extra entry into the contest. So you have a possibility to get two entries per night, and if you have all these games, you have a possibility of getting... 16 total entries if you win them all or Jeez. at least at the minimum if you win them all eight so and then the winner will be picked at random at the end uh just a heads up on some of the things in the package we've got a fallout 3 poster left for dead poster mini poster for mirror's edge pwn.com shirt uh, your choice of size from small to extra large Two promo bags. One is Little Big Planet. The other is Resistance 2. We have an extra large Resistance 2 T-shirt. Uh, Dark Sector Xbox 360 faceplate. And there's a couple other minor items thrown in. And you'll also get 2,000 pwn points. That's a lot of points. It's <laughs> a lot of points. Yep. So I need a pwn.com shirt. I need to represent. <laughs> They're they're pretty cheap actually. I know, I know. <laughs> what are they? Thirteen bucks. I've been kicking Andy's butt to make them more expensive. I think they're way too cheap. I can't see us making a profit on them. 
Well, I mean, right now, anyway, I think they're fine. At least let me get mine first, and then you can raise the price. <laughs> yeah, or you guys can get the other shirt, which is eighteen ninety five plus shipping, so it comes out to about twenty three bucks. I'm waiting for cute chick shirts, like tank tops. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do the tank tops. They are looking into the female-shaped shirts, uh, mm-hmm. the girls' cut. Uh huh. They're looking into those. Been quite a bit of demand for it. Mm-hmm. I would think so. There are a lot of ladies on the website. Which is very good about Pwn. That's one of the things. At least, they- uh, well, at least, you know, I think there are a lot of ladies. Sometimes I can't tell whether it's dudes making ladies' profiles. Ah, don't worry about that. It's not that <laughs> <laughs> But I know there are quite a bit of ladies on there, so. Yeah, so got the prize package out there so don't forget to check the calendar come out and play because also on those nights if you win a night you as always will still get your 500 points if you win that night plus there's a special prize for each winner to be determined by me at the end of each night oh <laughs> and what I just, never mind, just uh, I think and I've been talking to you for too long why because there's a special prize determined by me at the end of the night. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, if you're a female, you get a date with me. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. <sighs> Basically, um, I'll one of those. It's a swag prize. I mean, stuff we got at packs. Um, and also during those nights, everybody who shows up gets 50 points, and I'll pick another random winner for more of a smaller prize package uh probably just something small to send out so definitely there's many reasons to come out and play not just the prize package so you get there's multiple ways to win this month so come out come play it'll be fun and we hope to see you guys there so speaking of prize packages and where we got it from packs uh, we spent the whole weekend out there in Seattle, Washington. Gorgeous city. Loved it. Except for the fact that I would see a Starbucks turn around and there's another Starbucks immediately behind me. And they're all packed. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, dude. It's Seattle. No, oh, it's ridiculous, though. Because then you tur- after you see those two, you walk around the corner and there's another one there. You see packed. another one. And there was only one McDonald's, one fast food place was the McDonald's we saw. That was the only fast food place we saw the whole time we were there. That's good, though. Oh, I agree. It was it was actually interesting. Very healthy city, it seemed. Um, so, thoughts on the show? First, I'll say 58,500 people around that number showed up. Damn. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I now know why I never got to play Mirror's Edge. <laughs> because it was yeah, a 30 seriously. minute to an hour wait. Damn. Oh. So, basically, your thoughts on the show? Everything went well. We really didn't get into many panels. Um, I will say one thing about one of the panels we walked by, and it kind of pissed us off. And um, I'm sure... I'll get some comments on this. Maybe some flames from some people. I think even the girls will agree with me on this one. But it was a girl gaming community panel. And the first thing we hear 
one of the girls goes, we don't have any trolls on our site. And we're like, bullshit. <laughs> I know damn well with the a-holes out there in the gaming community. Do you know who it was? No, I, I don't. We really oh. were just kind of like walking by when we heard it. Uh. And um, with the a-holes out there on the internet, on the gaming community, there's no way any female community, considering that they're like a perfect target for these guys, mm-hmm. is troll-free. There's no way. I, I don't buy it unless you don't have any way of uh, interacting with each other. I'm not touching that subject with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> like, I, I just think it's ridiculous to say that. I think it's given false impressions to people out there. And one thing we wanted to ask, but we didn't get it, we weren't um, really sticking around, was maybe you can answer this, Mo. Huh? <laughs> Why do you want to be treated equal in the gaming community and then segregate yourself from the gaming community? You know, I've... Honestly, I've never, I've never been the, a part of the whole like female power thing as far as like gaming goes. To be honest with you, like in Halo Three or when I used to play Halo Two back in the day, of course I got assholes and retards. And to this day, I still get assholes and retards commenting, "Oh my God, you're a chick! Get back in the kitchen! Make me a sandwich!" But um, I haven't. I've met more friends like of the male persuasion then I have made enemies it is just like you know I hear all these stories about you know I'm not saying they're not true but I hear all these stories about other female gamers um, that people just you know they go into a lobby or something and then just like people just start going off on them like everybody just starts going off on them and I, I don't know just something like that's never happened to me yeah. I've never really thought there was a huge issue as far as like the girl, you know, the girl gamers and the male gamers getting along. Um, although male dudes, dude gamers can be pretty, pretty big dickheads sometimes. Yeah. But um, for the most part, you know, I've never really had a problem with that. And I just, I don't know, like I feel like it's gotten to the point where it's just becoming so... It's, it's a stupid subject to talk about. It's a boring subject to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about it because it's already, it's already been played out. The whole female gamers wanting equality thing. I think it's just been completely played out. And, you know, I think I'm probably going to get some backlash for that as well. From well I think it's more people, of an attention but... thing at this point. Oh, yeah. It's There's no way. Yeah, you, you definitely can't deny that. There's a huge, you know, part of, you know, being a female gamer, you know... I'll admit that I had some, when I was back on oneup.com a couple years ago, I had like 200 messages, 300 messages every single day from nothing but, you know, guys and stuff because I was like one of the, one of the popular members on that website at the time. I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't like that. I thought it was kind of creepy. So I just kind of like backed away from it and I, I just, I didn't want that attention. And uh, for these girls that go out there and they put themselves out there showing off their titties, showing off their asses, it, it, they don't realize the consequences that come with it. You get, these, you get these fucking dudes that will stalk your ass. And I'm serious. They will fucking stalk your ass. And you'll get weird. I mean, I've gotten some 
pretty fucked up messages from dudes in the past. And it's like, I, even back then, I didn't, you know, I was, I was somewhat of a camera whore, but I wasn't like, you know, showing pictures of my boobs or taking, you know, like pictures of me in the mirror where I'm just scantily, you know, dressed, you know? That's so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, because I mean, I, n I never felt like yeah. it was something comfortable. I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. And I've noticed that it's on the increase. And for female gamers my age, like my age group and up, it's not as bad. But the younger girls is what I'm worried about. Like the ones that are like, you know, 16, 17, and 18. You know, 18's one thing if you want to post pictures up of your boobs hanging out and everything. That's fine because you're 18. You can do whatever the hell you want. But when you're 15, 16, 17 years old, and you're posting pictures of yourself like this up online, no offense, but especially to the gaming community where, you know, the stereotypical gamer is a, you know, basement-dwelling nerd, you know? It's just, I don't know, it's just asking for trouble, if, if you want my opinion. It's just asking for trouble. And I don't know how they can deal with that attention. And it's not just the good attention, it's the, it's... It's the bad attention that comes from it, like the backlash. Like I've seen so many articles written about specific female gamers who have put themselves out there. And by all means, if that's what they want to do, I'm not going to sit here and criticize them. I can just tell them, you know, straight up, like, I don't know if that's a good idea because you're going to get some creepers out of it. But, you know, I've seen some pretty nasty articles written about, you know, generally sweet females who, you know, just happen to take, you know, racy pictures and like, oh, this girl is a whore, you know, yeah. she must be a whore because she's posting these pictures up online for everybody to see. And it's like, you know, I don't know, we shouldn't, females shouldn't have to feel like we, you know, like we have to conform and keep things, you know, like, I don't know the word, I'm so tired, like primp and proper. I mean, there's, we can express our femininity and our sexuality. I, I'm totally all for that, you know? Because, I mean, I like dressing like a female. I like wearing makeup. I like doing my hair. But, I don't know, it's just like when you put yourself out there, be prepared for some kind of backlash. And most likely it's going to be negative backlash. I Man, I totally said that I would not touch that subject with a 10-foot pole. Damn you, Nitro! Like, sorry, I gotta touch on my own opinion on it, though. Um, I agree with everything you said, and while you may get the attention from the guys, those same guys aren't gonna respect you as a gamer. You may think they do, oh, but I, when you put yourself out like that, they're only expecting to get in your pants. Mm -hmm. They don't care how you game when you make yourself look like that. I'll be honest. Um, for me. You, I don't give a damn how you dress. I don't give a damn what you look like. Just get out there and game. Have fun. Doesn't matter how good or how bad you are, as long as you're out there having fun. But know that you're going to have less respect from everybody in the gaming community. You may get the attention, but it's not going to be the type you want. Exactly. And I don't know. It's just that's always been kind of my stance on it. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been a part of the PMS community, um, and I love, I love a lot of those girls that I met through PMS, and 
a, a lot of those girls, believe it or not, um, they have the same they have the same stance that I do as far as that's concerned. Like I tell you what, there are some hot ass chicks that I used to play with when I was playing with um, the PMS clan, and you know they they just they don't put themselves out there. They're very and you know they're respected. They're amazing gamers. Um, one specific girl. I loved her to death. Her name was Lady PMS. She was awesome. I loved her. And, you know, she was this, you know, cute little Asian girl. And, you know, she, she just, she just it was very respectful. She, was, you, she commanded respect from you. And, you know, that's what, I, that's what I think being a female gamer is all about. You know, you can be attractive. You can look pretty. You can wear makeup. You can go out. You can have fun. You can go shopping. It's just... You know, you don't need to put your, you know, like, your panties on and your little bras and you know, take pictures in the mirror. I, I just, I, I don't see the point of that. <laughs> I agree. I completely agree. So, all right, we got kind of sidetracked there, but I, yeah, think, it was I, a good, I think it was good. <laughs> I think it was good for people to get out there and understand that, though. I mean, get it out there and have people understand how it really is. But, um, okay, other things, um, I guess, uh, it was pretty packed in the exhibit room. I got lucky, well, Andy already had a media pass, and we got in there, and I got one as well the day of, because we, uh, told him that I was the chief editor, which I am, but we just had to show him proof, and we got me the media pass. Um, so we went in there and got to play some games all weekend. Upcoming games, got some demos on some other ones that we couldn't play, but the, we got the the developers would demo them for us. First off, I have to say, Saints Row 2, first day by. Plays so much better than GTA 4. It is freaking unbelievable. I played the whole first mission. I didn't touch the character creation because I want to sit at home when I first get the game and just sit there and mess with it. Because I, I didn't want to hold up the thing too much. So I kind of just was like, alright, I'm going to play the first mission. So, basically it was kind of funny. I get up there, I start the mission. Immediately it's like, do you want a tutorial? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and I quickly invert my uh, con my Y-axis on the controls. So the developer makes a joke who's like, oh, well I see I'm not going to be able to uh, walk you through this. And I was basically, no, I know how to play. <laughs> Because the guy before me sucked. He got killed like three times. I'm sitting here going, dude, really? Really? Everybody's not as cool as you are. You I, gotta remember that. I know, but it was like the stuff he was doing. I was like, pay attention. <laughs> so, I was like, I got the controller in my hand. I'm going immediately. Um, I noticed because I have to take down one of the guards in the prison where you start off at in the game. Um, immediately notice. The combos, when you, it's not just punch, kick, punch, kick till they drop. You punch, you're punching and kicking still, but it goes into like an actual combo in the finishing. They had like a fatal bitch slap. Like it, at the end, you just slap the shit out of them and they drop. <laughs> but most of them were like knees to you, knee them, or um, a really hard punch to their face. It was really nice. And then after you get a gun. You can take people hostage, aka like a human shield. Um, and when you do that, 
you basically you're aiming your gun at the other cops, um, and when you're done with that person as the shield or hostage, you can either just push them away and let them go, or you can execute them. And the execution move is sick. You basically you kind of like lean them down, you put the gun right into their face and pull the trigger. And I laughed so hard when I first saw that. It was just funny the way they did it. And I went through the, basically the rest of the mission. I went through it pretty easy. And I like the fact that Saints Row 2, the developer even said this to me. He goes, we don't want you to have to start all over from the beginning. You've played the first one. This is just a continuation. There's a room in the prison where you can get a crap load of weapons off the bat. The AK, the um, shotgun, and satchel charges. So you're already stocked when you're running out of the prison, which is nice because it's not forcing you to restart. It doesn't feel like a punishment that a lot of sequels do. I so, hate that shit. Yeah, so it's really fun, and it just it's kind of grittier, darker looking. The graphics are improved. I wouldn't say the graphics are on par with GTA 4, but they definitely match the style of game that Saints Row is trying to pull off. And... It was just a load of fun, which I didn't have with GTA 4. I felt GTA 4, personally, was kind of like too much of a simulation now. It just felt like everything had to be more realistic. While Saints Row 2 knows what people want, they know that people want it to be fun because it's a video game, and they kept it just like that. The driving controls are just a little tighter than the last time, but... Not to the point where it's like GTA 4, where it's so realistic, you're sliding everywhere and crashing. Yeah, I hated that. That's one thing that I didn't like. Yeah, this is on point, perfect driving. And I like the fact that while Rockstar took GTA in this direction, uh, Volition is taking Saints Row and saying, well, we're going to go this way. Because there's some people who don't like that direction. So it's nice that both sides can have their style of game without losing out and Saints Row 2 is going to be great fun as hell and I wish they had this there though the co-op game because you're going to be able to play the full game in co-op according to the developer you'll see the same cutscenes one person's not just sitting there so you see everything the other person sees when it comes to that and you can just go through the game and have fun Um, I'm definitely going to get it I'm going to push Mo here to go get it I'm probably going to end up getting it anyway. <laughs> it's going to be a I blast. Know, I know it's something that Mike would probably want to play. I don't even I don't remember if he was a big fan of the the first Saints Row. But I remember um, I was at my friend Dick's house and he was showing me. And he actually, he was, he and I usually have like the same taste in games. He's, the re- he's actually the reason why I started playing video games on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I was just like, you know, PlayStation RPG nut. But uh, I saw him play it for a little while, and for some reason, I just, I don't know, it just didn't, it seems cool to me, but it's just something that I couldn't get into at the time. But maybe that'll change with Saints Row 2, I guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll enjoy it, I promise. <laughs> so, um, another game we played um, is a game I couldn't stand the multiplayer for for the first one. Gears of War. I hate the multiplayer on Gears of War 1. Um, so they didn't have the game shown. They had the multiplayer shown. Five on five, set up. So I got controller. Five people on each side at this point. And I, I go into it. I'm like, okay, here we go. 
Is it better? Immediately, yes. I notice the map's a little brighter. Say yes. Hold on. <laughs> the map's brighter. It's more wide open. But they keep the cover everywhere. And I felt the controls were a little better. Good we. So I will say I enjoyed what of what I played. I'm not going to make a final decision off what I played. Because uh -huh. it was one match. Uh -huh. But here's the... I had fun with the fact that it was more wide open. It wasn't enclosed where every time you turn around you just felt claustrophobic. Uh -huh. I hated that about Gears 1. It was such enclosed maps. You couldn't go anywhere without walking through a hallway. <laughs> and this map was strictly out in the open. Vans. Um sandbag set up for cover there was a small building so i'm running through i hide behind a van there's the other teams on the other side i see me and this guy are having this shootout not it's not going anywhere so i switch to a grenade i throw it into the building he's sitting in i watch him roll out and immediately explode nice <laughs> so i was like sweet i was like i'm already i'm already enjoying this you know i'm winning i'm enjoying so i get taken down immediately immediately after that <laughs> as i run to the next cover but, well, good. That gives me some kind of, you know, light of hope. Yeah. Ray of hope. <laughs> well, here's the cool part. When I got taken down, I wasn't killed. But I crawled back to the van. Uh -huh. The crawl feature is fucking awesome. You're not just left there to get shot. You can crawl yeah, back I, behind cover. I was wondering how that was going to be. So you and like that? I loved it. I got back oh. behind the van, revived. And I got killed right when I got back up because they were circling me. But it was the fact that I had a chance, though. Uh -huh. But as soon as you die, as I died, I respawned on back on the map. Nice. It's not over. I hated that shit. I hate one death. You don't death. like that? I hate you die once, game over. Oh, yeah. I like being able to respawn and keep going. I like matches where you're just playing to have fun. So, wait. I'm confused. That didn't happen with you? You just, like, you died and you died? No, it. I respawned. Oh, okay. I was going to say. There's going to be... I'm sure there's going to be... Um, a mo They had a mode like that in... Uh, oh, my God, dude. I'm so tired. There's going to be a mode like that in... Um, there was a mode like that in Gears of War 1 where <laughs> you died and then you just died. Yeah, that's all I it think. was. Yeah. That's all it was. Uh -huh. Yeah. Those are the main modes. You die, you die. Oh my god, man! I'm. So that's why. That's why I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Holy shit! Because if you're not good, you don't get a chance to redeem yourself or get used to the game because you're constantly stopping the game once everyone's done. Oh. Um, no, there was a. There was one. No, there there was one. I, it's been a while since I played Gears, but there was there was one mode where you kept respawning. Is it? Was it a straight deathmatch mode though? I don't know. I don't remember there being just a deathmatch mode where you kept respawning. It's been a while since I've actually, you know, really played anything other than execution. So. Mm -hmm. Well, either way, I enjoyed this. Good. I look good. forward to the game. Well, I look forward to the single player regardless because I had a lot of fun with the single player in Gears One. And I and I hear it's going to be a hell of a lot better this time around. I think we talked about it like. My first podcast. Yeah, I just wish they had shown more of the actual game in mm -hmm. single player mode. Um, yeah, but if they show any more, it's going to be a little left to be desired. True. And I, I really, like, I'm trying to, like, stay away from videos of it because I want to, when I play it, I want to, 
not know already what I'm going to be seeing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Give me the full experience, <laughs> man. The full experience. True, true. Well, like I said before, Mayor's Edge disappointed I didn't get to play it. Too long of a line. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe how packed it was for that game. I, can't, I didn't realize how much buzz it has generated at this point. When I first heard about it, I was like, sweet, let's go. I want to play this. And I didn't hear much on it. And it seems like as it gets closer to release, it's going crazy. And that was the that was one of the three games where I just saw a line all weekend. Mm-hmm. The other two were Fallout 3 and Left 4 Dead. I didn't play either of those. It was just too long of a line. Um, Andy played Left 4 Dead. He loved it. Um, he's got an article up on um, the news section that it has his whole hands-on. The, the other game I had a full hands-on with was X-Blades. Um, oh, yeah. I remember yeah, you telling me about that. The one with, like, the anime chick with, like, she's all scantily clad, dressed very uh, minimal. Because we all know in video games, you with like females, that? well, we all know how it is in video games, though. With females, the less armor you have on, the better defense you have. <laughs> so. Isn't that so fucked up? Yeah. Like, Lara Croft should have been killed, like, a million times by now. Most WoW characters should have, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it, I picked up the game, and it's very easy to get into. You have the hack and slash, the X button does that, or you're just hacking away at the enemies, the right trigger shooting the enemies. And I had fun from in the beginning. I really had a lot of fun playing around, killing, killed everybody on the level, went to the boss battle, and that's when everything just pissed me off. I don't know how far into the game this is. This may be one of the harder boss battles, and I just haven't had time to really get used to the game. But you had to kill these fucking monsters that the boss feeds off of so you could injure him. Every time I killed one of these things, they immediately came back. You, you couldn't kill him and get a shot off. And I asked the guy, what am I supposed to do? And he said exactly what I already knew what I was doing. So I'm getting pissed at this one. I'm like, either you have some rep here, has no clue what he's talking about or you have a developer who's just retarded <laughs> and who doesn't want to explain things like I'm sitting here like I, I wanted to like the game more I, I was ex- happy with this game because I like games where I can just pick up and play hack and slash games where they're fun and you can just pick up and play and I was really looking forward to the game um, I kind of left disappointed I didn't like I hope it's tweaked um, because if that's the way the boss battles are going to be, stuff like that, I'm not looking forward. I felt like the game, though, total, as much as I wanted to enjoy it regardless, felt like a budget title, and it should be released at $40. Anything uh, above $40 is too much money. It's just like the Dynasty Warrior games. Why are they really being released at $60? Nobody's going to buy it. That's well, people, dumb people buy it, but... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Those games aren't like these great um, stories, these great gameplay. They're just fun to pick up and play at times. And for $40, I would pick that up day one. Mm-hmm. 60 No way. You'll be lucky if I even goose exit for $50 value. <laughs> um, but uh, other games, we got to look at the alpha release of the Neverwinter Nights 2 expansion pack. 
Um, I'm not really one to play those type of games, but we figured we'd sit in because we're not there just for our games. We want to get games for everybody in the community. I can't remember the title of it. I'll look it up later, and I'm going to write a write up on it as well because I have a whole bunch of notes I took on it. It's basically you have a crew. You're on a ship. Your ship wrecks. Now you're on this island. Um, it's the second expansion pack of Neverwinter Nights 2, and basically they did a lot of major upgrades in this release. Um, instead of just making your character, you can now make your whole party. Hmm. And you can take people out of your party anytime you want and put in other ones and level them up as you need to. So let's say you get to an area where you yourself are easily beating somebody. You can bring in some lower level party members and do some quick leveling. Which is cool. Um, the guy told us it was going to be more of a lighthearted story uh, than the first expansion pack. They wanted to go a little more um, light humor, just have fun with the game, not make it so dark. Um, also, there's an unconscious state now where the enemy will knock you unconscious and one of your other party members, or I don't know how you do it, but I know he said another party member can revive you. If not, though, the enemy can still keep attacking you while you're unconscious. Which I thought was a cool idea. But it gives you time to get somebody over to heal you. And I like that. Um, so, fans of the game, if you like Neverwinter Nights 2, you're going to love this expansion pack. Just in the alpha release, everything looked great. So, um, be on the lookout for that. For those the fans of that genre and those games. I'm trying to remember what I, would, hmm? I would comment, but I don't know anything about Neverwinter Nights to comment. <laughs> That's okay. I don't really know much either. I just know what I was told <laughs> and what I saw on the screen. <laughs> but it looked good. It looked really good. I mean, the guy was playing it in front of us. He wasn't just showing it off. Um, other games we played, I played the Red, Red Riding Hood's Zombie Barbecue. For the Wait, DS. What the fuck? <laughs> Basically, it's like a vertical shooting game. Your character, Red Riding Hood, is at the bottom of the, of the DS screen. Mm-hmm. And you can either hold down the stylus and move her back and forth, or you can use the D-pad. I found the D-pad a lot easier to use. But you hold down the stylus on the screen, and she'll just continuously shoot. Once the ammo runs out in that clip, you lift the stylus, she'll reload, and you put it back down. It's it, at first I was like sitting here going, "All right, what the hell am I doing?" Um, but I had a lot of fun with it, and just like X Blades, I was thinking to myself, "This is a budget title. Please tell me this is a budget title. Thirty dollars or more is ridiculous." So I asked the guy there, I was like, "So how much is this game going to be for?" He was like, "Well, it's a budget title." I was like, "Sweet, good." <laughs> and he said twenty dollars. Wow. Perfect. I'm like, that's the way games should be. If you know it's just a quick, cheap, pickup, fun game. People will buy it. It sells more that way. Exactly. And it was definitely worth the $20. Fans of vertical shooters will like it. It was tough. I am not the best at those games. And it was a tough game. Very challenging. Not easy at all. So, fans of that genre will like that game. Um, The last major game I played uh, was Afro Samurai. Ugh. That game was fun as hell. Another hack and slash game. <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting that. 
it, it it's so well done. It's a okay. hack and slash game, but it looks gorgeous. It's all cell shaded, completely cell shaded. And it just I don't know, it, it looked amazing. It played great. I enjoyed it. That's a definite game I am looking to hear more about. And I hopefully play a little more. I didn't get a lot of time on it as I would have liked, but it was definitely a game that piqued my interest and now is on my radar. Huh. So I'm definitely gonna check that out when it releases for the three sixty. Excuse me a second. My dog is trying to go under the sheet on my couch. <laughs> okay. Um, I anyway. heard some rattling in the background earlier. That is him. Ah. Stop punch it. him in the face. All punch right, him I in did. the face. I did. <laughs> don't punch your dog in the face. I'm kidding. You, you, don't, you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told but, you to jump off a bridge, would you? No. Exactly. But it's my dog. It's okay. <laughs> but um so those are the main games i mean they had guitar hero world tour set up rock band too didn't really play them i watched people play them because i'm I sure can... there's a line actually was... there was a huge line for rock band guitar mm-hmm. hero world tour not as much but i will explain why rock band 2 had one setup uh. guitar hero world tour had like four uh, okay. <laughs> or five actually so there was enough for people to get on so it looked like the Rock Band 2 one was more crowded. It really wasn't. People were just getting in quicker and out quicker on the world tour. Um, I will use this as a segue here. <laughs> and at the Guitar Hero World Tour um, booth, we met a Pwn member. Uh, many may know her as Star Slayer. Her real name is CG. I hope I said that right. Mm, I think so. Um... She's one of the more no, well-known Guitar Hero players. Basically, she was there promoting the game with Activision as Judy Nails. I'm pretty sure people that are listening to this don't know who she is. Then they have issues. <laughs> yeah. um, basically, they had a contest going with her to compete against her, and you have a chance to win the full Guitar Hero World Tour package in a system, I guess, of your choice. Um... It was cool meeting her. She's, she was actually. I, I'm always. I will say this now. I'm always iffy about meeting girls working booths that are from the industry and gamers, because I know a lot of them have let it go to their heads. And she was very down to earth the whole time, having fun, enjoying what she was doing. Wasn't taking it seriously. Just, she was just very relaxed, and I thought that was great. Um, oh my God! This. Never mind. Sorry. So we got some pictures of uh, of us with her. As well, we met a few other people. We met um, Tempest Fox, who freaking rocked out on Guitar Hero World Tour. He was doing, um, oh, what song was it? I can't even remember the song, but he was going crazy um, singing. And it was just so much fun watching him. Then he went on the drums, and he was going wild with that. What are you laughing about? Nothing. It's just I can picture somebody just going wild and then on singing and then on the drums. Because that's totally something I would do. <laughs> he was definitely having fun with it. <laughs> we also met uh, Xenogenic, uh, who we will have on our next podcast for an interview. Um, 
I can't say any more about him right now until we get the go-ahead. <laughs> Only because of some things that he's doing in the industry. <laughs> so, once I get the... Well, we'll find out next week about him. He was a mad cool... We, he basically hung out with us all weekend. Um, I'm jealous. <laughs> why? Well, because you went to PAX and I was suffering through a hurricane. You were the one who decided to stay there. Uh, yeah, I know there are a couple other uh, fellow Pone members who um, live in Louisiana, and uh, I know I know Kitty was not too far from me because I got a message from her the other day saying, oh, asking hey. like, "Oh, are you okay? Is she okay? Yeah, she's she's all right. She's good." I was like, "Man, I was like, she should have come here." I was like, you know. For what it was, I woke up and I was like, "Man, it doesn't look bad outside. Shit, this ain't nothing. I can, I can, I can deal with this." And uh, then I walked outside and I realized, you know, my apartment's in a little niche, and the apartment complex building is made of solid concrete, and the wind was actually coming at our backs, so the back side of the apartment was getting the worst of it. And so I walked outside in my little niche patio, and I was like, "Man, I can't feel a thing." Even though, you know, I'm looking around and I see trees are blowing pretty hard and the wind looks like, the wind looks like it's definitely blowing, but I, I couldn't, you know, exactly gauge how fast. So, my dumbass goes around the back, the back side of the apartment complex, and I'm telling you, man, uh, Mike and I, my fiance had to, we had to, we actually walked up to the third floor and we were literally hanging on to the railings. It was nuts. It was, it was crazy. It was oh, fucking brilliant. nuts. Yeah, I know. I wanted to see what it was like, you know. You can't say, like, oh, yeah, I was in a hurricane, but I didn't go outside in the hurricane, you know, because I was too scared. I'm like, man, I'm going to totally go outside and see what the fuck this is about. <laughs> I think that's just you. No, that definitely isn't just me. He was out <laughs> there, too. It's, he was making observations, but he's a professional, so he's allowed to do that. <laughs> But it was it was pretty interesting. It was quite interesting. We kept our power the entire time. We're like we were like one of the only few people that actually kept their power. People in Baton Rouge um, still don't have power. Wow. Baton, Baton Rouge got hit pretty hard. Um, but the thing is, is like the eye and the eye wall came straight through Lafayette. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. Did some damage. Did some damage. Um, nothing to our property our cars are all right um but it definitely like you i walk outside and you definitely see shingles all over the uh, place and broken light lamps and um part of the the roof on the other side got ripped off but uh nothing too bad i mean everything's pretty much back to normal now That's we did have our curfew that sucked <laughs> and people in new orleans are pretty pissed off at the the mayor and the governor because they kept calling it the storm of the century and you know Mike's parents live in New Orleans and they their house is fine no like no damage whatsoever um and I think there's this is what I've heard that more people died evacuating than probably would have if they'd just stayed home so but you don't know no, you don't know. And the reason why you aren't hearing all these heroic stories of rescue is because people did leave. People got out of there. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, I mean, you know, the levees held up. 
but of course it wasn't it wasn't as bad as Katrina. It was it was nothing like Katrina. Even yeah. though people even officials were calling it, oh, this is just like Katrina. It was nothing like Katrina. Um, I mean, I wasn't here for that, thank God. Um, but uh, I can I can only imagine how how crazy it was, and it's it's still affecting the city to this day. My vacation got ruined. That's always nice. <laughs> I was totally on vacation. I wasn't supposed to be on a five-day vacation. And we left went last Wednesday night. And then we had to come home Friday morning. And the entire day Thursday in New Orleans, it wasn't that packed um, because people were getting out of there. And, you know, everyone was talking about Hurricane Gustav. Everybody. There was a guy on the street who was making balloon, I don't know if I told you this, but there was a guy on the street that was making, like, balloon animals and balloon swords for children. And, like, Mike and I walk by, and he's like, y'all leaving for the hurricane? I hope this thing blows the city down. Wipes it out. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, you know, how can you say that? It's just, I don't know. I think that's just ignorance. But that's just me. Because, you know, could you imagine walking on the streets of Baltimore and somebody saying that about Baltimore? I'd agree. I'd turn around and punch him in the face. Be like, dude, this is my home. I'd agree. You know? (laughs) I hate Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) See, you know, I used to say that, and then I moved to Louisiana. And now I miss Baltimore like crazy. I prefer D.C. I like D.C. I like D.C. You know, I'm really surprised that there aren't more gaming conventions in D.C. I think MLG was held there in, what, 2005 or something? But that's, like, the last thing I heard. Like, there's a la- last one. big event. I can't remember the name of it, but there's another one. It's small, though. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very, I don't know, I think, I think MAGFest was right outside that's of D.C. That's what it is. That's what MAGFest. It is. I went to, um, I went to a MAGFest, I believe, in 2005. It was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun there. I met some cool people. Um, went with some cool people. And just enjoyed myself. That was actually the first Halo tournament I ever was in. Ha! Showed those guys that looked at me and was like, Psh, we got this. She's a girl. <laughs> Lame. Kick their asses. Kick Halo, their asses. Halo sucks. Yeah, Halo does suck. Get flamed for that one. Well... I don't know about getting flamed for it. <laughs> definitely, Halo 3, definitely, Bungie definitely dropped the ball with that one. I was very disappointed. I mean, the campaign, the campaign was awesome. I really I, loved it. I had fun with the campaign as well. It's just the multiplayer, it just makes you so angry. Like, I've never had a game like that that just makes me so angry. It makes me just want to punch a homeless man or something. But I'm serious, dude. That it's game. Funny. Just... I enjoyed the multiplayer until I got Call of Duty 4. <laughs> But see, the caliber between Call of Duty 4 and Halo 3 is just, there's there's no questioning it. Call of Duty 4 is just, by far, in my opinion, superior. Yeah. You know, but that's my opinion. I have a lot of opinions. I know. It's okay. We'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, I can't leave off. There's a few other people we did meet. Um... We met Kyle. Uh, we'll go down the list. Clyeth. I don't know if people remember him. He was banned from the site for a while. <laughs> uh, so we got him freed. 
Because he was actually, unlike how he was acting in the shout box like a little troll, he was actually really cool in person. So, um, who else? Um, I don't want to leave anybody out. Oh, well, Andy finally met. I saw, I've met them prior. Jay Chance and Chastity of Underground Gaming Series. Jay Chance Media, aka also Game Girl, um, were there. Uh, so, talked to them for a bit. Um, the Guzex team was there, Guzex.com. We actually went to dinner with Guzex.com, Red 5 Studios, GameWager.net. So, it was like all of us in one restaurant. Pretty expensive place, too. It was called the Daily Grill right next to it. And I got a Kobe beef burger. Oh, so good. Well, when you're in any city, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, it was like a $26 burger. Gee, what? It was a Kobe. It's Kobe beef from Japan. It's freaking awesome. It might be the best burger I've ever had. I don't think I'd pay that much money for a goddamn burger. Yeah, but you're Bring out. out you're damn garden fun. veggie burger. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Well, you should have seen the what we had the last night as a celebratory thing. Oh, I had swordfish. That was about 30 bucks. <laughs> God, man. Yeah. It was good, though. That, that was another meal that might have been one of the best meals I've ever eaten in my life. It was so good. I, did, I couldn't even use the knife. I tried to use the knife on the swordfish, and it was destroying the meat. Like, just the fork alone was good enough. <laughs> well, while you were living in gluttony in Seattle, I was here trying to... Find stuff to eat. The stores were closed. Yeah, let's not let's not discuss that. <laughs> you know my Sh- thoughts. Shit is still boarded up here. Can you, you know look- my thoughts though. On that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But um. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed Pax. I'm glad yeah. you had fun there. It was a lot of fun. Um. I kept telling Andy though I was I was like I wish Mo was here. <laughs> I was like so she could see this too. I said so I'm not the only one talking on the next podcast. <laughs> I, I think I've done all right because I was really afraid that this was going to be really short because I've been so busy with work and then with Gustav coming through, it's like I haven't even had time to hop on online, you know. And one thing I'm really pissed about is I had on my old gamer tag Mo Power. I had um. I had a whole bunch of Xbox Live Arcade games. Super Puzzle Fighter 2. Oh my gosh. I've got that. Dude, I love that game. They should start a tournament with that, because I would totally kick everybody's asses. Yeah, I got that game. But I'm just, I'm really pissed off, because, like, I had all these games. I had I had Streets of Rage. Um, I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had Puzzle Fighter. I had a whole bunch of these games, and it's like... I'm laughing, because you're naming games I own. I know, and it sucks because I don't feel like paying for them again. Get them again. I don't feel like paying for them again. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, I will. Yeah. I probably I will invest in Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo, and I no. will kick your ass. We'll have we'll, me and you. No. One, <laughs> you need one to get Streets of Rage too. But um, get Streets of Rage too. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I will. I will. But um. I think we should go into some news real quick. Not a lot's going on. Give me some news. SOCOM beta is live on PlayStation Network now. Uh, Andy's playing it, or 
was trying to. He said he's gotten into at the time when I was talking to me. He only got into one game. He said it was extremely buggy and slow. But it's a beta, so what do you expect? Mm. And everybody and their mom are probably trying to get in there right now. I give it a couple days. It was the same thing with Halo Three when it went beta. Mm-hmm. Um, Call of Duty Four, September thirteenth and fourteenth, are doing another double XP weekend. So all weekend, you can go be an uh, experience whore and boost your Wait, ranking. When is this? When is this? September thirteenth and fourteenth. Okay. So, I'm totally gonna do that. I'm gonna totally be that 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 guy. Yeah, well, everybody should take a break from it and get on Gears of War night on Saturday. <laughs> and um, what else? Oh, oh, Little Big Planet. The final uh, pre-order specials have come out. Uh, if you go for the GameStop or Amazon, you get Kratos uh, in-game content to look like Kratos from God of War. <laughs> uh, Best Buy has the one I'm going to go pre-order this weekend if I can get out I don't know if I'll go out tomorrow because of the rain it's going to be heavy Thanks oh, to... shit, that ain't nothing <laughs> still don't want to drive in it my mom would kill me because she we were supposed to meet up and she's already like no if it's pouring rain you're not coming out here blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like yes mom <laughs> <laughs> and um so uh, it has the Nariko from uh, Heavenly Sword, her outfit hmm. and stuff. So I gotta get that. I'm gonna pre-order it at Best Buy. Yeah, you rather get that one than Kratos. Yeah, fuck Kratos. I don't look at dudes while I'm playing video games. He's a sexy bitch. Kratos is a Sorry. sexy bitch. I can't sit there and play a game and look at a dude the whole game unless I'm forced to, because I feel like a freaking homo. But the chick from Heavenly Sword looks like Victoria Beckham. No way. No Dude, way. Yeah, yeah, way. Bullshit. Yeah, way. Dude, I have to Bullshit. show you. Yeah, I have to show no. you this picture that I, no. I compared them side by side. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> I refuse to look. No. Nariko is hot. No. Victoria sure, Beckham is not. You think Victoria Beckham is hot? No, she looks nothing like it. <laughs> Nariko is Japanese, so you're, it's automatically fail. Um, she doesn't look Japanese. What? She doesn't look Japanese to me. Yeah, she does. Not to me. I don't know what you're looking at then. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch has hair. Flaming red hair. She is not Japanese. <laughs> anime? Come on, all the anime characters have like green, yeah, red, well. yellow. Um, so that's the heads up there. Uh, so I want to give some quick things on game releases that just recently came out. First one is Tales of Vesperia. The latest in the Namco Bandai, or the Namco series, Tales. Uh, I enjoy it so far. I'm not that far into it. About an hour. Because I've just been swamped with pwned since I got back from PAX. Um, but uh, the graphics, gorgeous. Fighting, great. I'm hearing a lot of good things about it. Voice acting, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, can we get a Japanese language track? Lost Odyssey got it right. Blue Dragon got it right. I don't know about Eternal Sonata. I still haven't popped that in. But it, why can't we get both languages? Why am I forced to listen to fucking half-assed performances from English voice actors? It's like anime. It, besides, like, the old Viz video releases, like Ranma and stuff. Anime, yeah. English yeah, voice acting good. sucks. They, they, the people have no heart. They're just reading off a piece of paper. 
It's just, I, I can't stand it. And I went to Namco Bandai's Tales forum to go pitch a fit. My only, the only reason why I didn't, I get there and it's all people on Bandai, Namco Bandai's cock saying, oh my god, the English voice acting is perfect. And I'm going, what, really? Am I playing the same fucking game? <laughs> like, from the get-go, the first kid that talks, you're like, fuck, I want to stab him. <laughs> it's so annoying. It reminds me of watching old school, like, um, what was that company? Uh, the ones who put out, like, uh, uh, Urusai uh, Yatsura. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, well, that group. It, Media Vision, maybe? I don't know. I can't remember. But, oh, was it U.S. Manga Court? Oh, something like that. It was just ridiculous. It was just horrible voice acting. And I was just like, oh, God, this has got to stop. And it's you can turn down the voices, but then it's like kind of takes away from the game. And then I'm just like, it's like I'm playing a game on my PSP with no voice acting. <laughs> so I'm living through it. It's, it's not enough to make me stop the game. It's not as bad as Thousand Arms for PS1. But it, it's a fun game. I definitely recommend everybody to pick it up. I got the special edition. Which comes with the 10th anniversary soundtrack with uh, music from Tales games spanning the whole series, which is pretty sweet. And it's got a nice little metal tin. Um, what else came out recently? Uh, oh, I finally got a good playthrough of Doki Doki Majo Shinpan 2 Duo. Uh, you can laugh all you want now, Mo. I know you I'm are going to. I'm, I'm holding it in as best as so. I can. I got to the first battle, got through it pretty easy. I mean, they're always easy on the first ones. And then I got to the touching part, looking for the witch, the witch seal. Um, definitely a lot better. Um, and I mean that in, like, not gameplay-wise as much as I mean the graphics and what they did with it. When Instead of, like, it just being a static image... It's like, as you're touching different areas, the girl's, like, actually reacting instead of making a, making a, vo hold on, instead of just saying something, you actually see her reaction at the same time. So, it's actually, I like how they've improved the game. I, I know I've seen video where it's like, you're kind of like swiping the stylus across and you can like flick the breast or something. Couldn't get it to work, so I don't know if I'm doing oh something wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> There's something wrong with you for liking that shit. I'm sitting here going, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to walk behind me and go, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> uh. So, it, it's, you know, once again, you don't need to know any Japanese to play the game. Pretty straightforward, you're searching for clues throughout, but it, you can't go wrong. It's not like you can make a wrong choice at any point. So, a lot of fun. If you're a pervert like me, get the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of perverted games, I got Two Love Rule for the DS, which I'll be playing soon. I don't even it's know an, what it is. It's another touching game, and you also get to squirt milk on a strawberry. <laughs> that the character will move around the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about this part of the gameplay until like last week when Kotaku uh 
um, did an article on it, and I was like, are you fucking serious? That's so disturbing. And it makes no sense, though. Like, somebody in the comments made the perfect thing. They were like, if she wanted you to put shoot milk on the strawberry, wouldn't she just hold it in one spot? <laughs> but no, it's like moving around the whole screen. It was ridiculous. It's I'll play it soon. I'll let people know. Yes, I'm a little out there. I like my Roje games. I love them. I can't help it. Because I like weird shit from Japan. <laughs> I think you were born in the wrong country. <laughs> Probably. But if anybody's seen Lucky Star, they know they know where I'm coming from. <laughs> I'll be there with you soon. Yes, because the main character of Lucky Star is me. <laughs> Even though it's like a high school girl, it's just, all the stuff she's into is me. <laughs> I think that's why I connected so well with the series. Oh my god! I laughed so hard. Um, uh, trying to think of any other games were released. I can't think of any that I've actually sat down and touched. Literally and figuratively at this point. Either. <laughs> Too human. Hoping to get that sometime soon, so I can bash the shit out of it like everybody else. <laughs> um, that's about it. Um, so. Uh, I guess that about wraps it up. I'm not looking at this image tour off the podcast. <laughs> For those of you who are wondering, it's the image of the chick from Heavenly Sword looking like Victoria Beckham. Oh my god, come on. Yeah, it's totally there. Totally there. Totally they, there. They found like one little scene where she kind of comes like this, and then they crop out all the hair and everything else. <laughs> Whatever. Um, God. I just ruined your dreams. No, because they look nothing alike. Alright. Ugh, she's so ugly nowadays. Ugh, Victoria Beckham. <laughs> I'll blame it on the whole soccer industry. Ugh, right. <laughs> Alright, um... Oh! I almost forgot to say. We, like, uh, the Guzex team introduced me to Cheapy D of Cheap Ass Gamer. That was awesome. Got to meet him. Very cool. Um, as I'm a big fan of their CAG cast and the site as a whole. Um, that was cool. Want to give a shout out to everybody there at PAX. PAX. Thanks for showing up. We had fun meeting everybody. And real quick, uh, speaking of Star Slayer, check out her recent blog. Um... Isn't she doing an auction for... Yes, that's exactly why I saw it while I was going through, and I do want to mention this. There's a Girl Geek auction for charity for the Starlight Children's Foundation. 100% of the proceeds will be there. It's um, a Guitar Hero Controller Custom Xbox 360 Guitar Hero Controller. said that like twice. Um, Mm. That's how they have it written. Um, So CG, aka Star Slayer, is putting it up. It's a pretty much a purple guitar. It looks pretty sweet actually. It's like a purplish blue. Um, so definitely should check that out. Um, bidding's going on. I can't really tell you the site because it's coming up as an MSP link which means she copied it from MySpace. <laughs> Yay! MySpace. But I'm going to click on it and see what happens. Disabled. Oh. <laughs> so I'll figure out more. Um... I'm going to talk to Andy. Maybe we can get it up as a news article. I think that would be cool. Yeah. I think it's ending soon, though, so. Yeah, we'll try to get it up quick. 
yeah, it's definitely something I'd like to help out. Um, who knows? If the bidding's not too expensive, maybe I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, because you're just Uncle Moneybags. I am not Uncle Moneybags. I just figured, you know, it's for a good cause. And that's what I'm all about. Good causes. <laughs> what? What the hell's so funny, huh? Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Anyway. So, I had a lot of fun. Uh, next meetup, the big one is VG Expo. Don't forget, November. Everybody's <gasps> got to make it out there. Sigh. You need to make it out there, too. I can't. There's no possible way. There is no possible way that I can make it out there. Yes, there is. I'm a slave to my job. I know. Just Too expensive. Um, I think I might have found the thing. Bid now on eBay. Alright. So, the thing ends in seven days. One week. Seven days, 21 hours. Bidding is currently up to $52.52. Needs to be a lot more than that, people. I'm sure it will. I'm sure somebody in the gaming industry is going to be like, Oh my god, I gotta have it. <laughs> so, we'll look to be putting it up on the site, a news article about it. Because they're doing more than just that. They're also doing a thermal take full tower case. Uh, Intel P45 motherboard, Logitech cordless desktop, Revolution, and an audio for fun voice changer software. So, all donations, it's 100% of each item's going to the charity. So, check it out. Check it out on eBay. You can easily search. Um, I just Googled it Girl Geek Auction, and it came up. <laughs> so, um, that's about all I have for today. Or this show, I should say. That's about it for me. So we thank you guys once again for listening. Making we know there are a lot of you now. Yes, we found the numbers and it's awesome. We thank everybody out there listening. Keep telling your friends. And we'll keep producing more shows. Um, so we'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace. <laughs>